From Capital Analytics, I'm Abby Malone, and this is Invest Insights. Every week, we bring you perspectives, business advice, and more from the leading executives, entrepreneurs, and investors who are building, diversifying, and leading the way in the country's fastest-growing metro markets. Real leaders, real insights, right now. I'm joined today by Jim Gilvin, the mayor of the city of Alpharetta, Georgia. Jim, thank you so much for being here today. My pleasure, Abby. Thanks for having me. Jim, the last few years have seen increased division amongst individuals of all levels on all subjects, from healthcare to public policy. As a public official and leader in the community, how do you creatively approach these more divisive issues and try to find solutions that can appease the majority? Wow, that's a great question. You know, that is one of the hardest things over the last few years, especially, is the politicization of everything, um, including especially the the facts and finding objective truths, which we have as leaders, you've got to make decisions based on the facts. And, and so I will point out that, you know, my job as mayor of Alpharetta isn't necessarily to appease the majority. I mean, I certainly have to be voted in by the majority of my constituents, but my job is to make the best decisions I possibly can. And so the hardest part over the last few years is just finding what objective truths are because there seems to be at least two positions on everything. And, and so, you know, divining those sources, going through both sides when you have to, and figuring out where the, the truth lies has been really difficult. But what I found is when you do that and you make decisions, then you just have to explain why you're doing what you're doing. And it's up to the voters, you know, in the next election. They'll decide whether I did the right thing or not. At the federal level, the recent passing of the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act was a big step forward in tackling the nation's pressing infrastructure challenges. At the city level, what are some innovative ways the city is addressing local infrastructure needs, and how will Alpharetta look, move forward, or feel as the projects wrap up? Well, quite honestly, unfortunately, uh, Alpharetta to this point hasn't really received any benefit directly as far as funding from the Investment Mm -hmm. and Jobs Act. We're certainly working with our local delegation and our state and federal delegation in the hopes that we will receive some of that funding. But, uh, you know, fortunately, five years ago, the state of Georgia began the TSPLOS program, which was a transportation sales tax. And so over the last five years, we've received over $50 million of funding in that. And we've been working diligently on projects, primarily partnering with some private sectors like the North Fulton Community Development Association, and also with the state of Georgia. State Georgia Department of Transportation has been a tremendous partner. And right now we've got tremendous projects underway and beginning, especially I think the most innovative and influential will be the Georgia 400 flex lanes. The Mm -hmm. Department of Transportation is adding four additional lanes on Georgia 400 from 285 north into the Forsyth County area. That's going to double our capacity. It's also going to provide the opportunity to bring bus rapid transit up to North Fulton and Alpharetta. And that's going to be transformational for the region. So we're excited about that. And I know Atlanta and the traffic can be terrible at times. And I'm sure that this project will have some welcome changes. However, to go through the project, what is the city doing to address the challenges of such a large scale project? We're certainly working with the Department of Transportation to minimize those negative impacts. The reality is that, that there will be some challenges for several years while the construction is taking place. 
They're waiting until they finish the interchange at Georgia 400 and 285 before they start the new project. So that will help. And we've been working on our local projects, trying to get as many of those corridors completed before there's any other disruptions for the Georgia 400 additional lanes. A lot of the time, people look to the government to provide a sense of stability and calm in their daily lives. That being said, when it comes to solving problems, sometimes creativity and innovation, doing things a little differently, becomes necessary. How do you thread the needle between providing stability while also working on creative solutions to some of the complex issues you're looking to tackle? That's another great question. You know, we're blessed to have tremendous staff. And I think the key to having creativity is having quality people. Because if you've got really talented people that you can trust to take initiative and show creativity in their work, then that that's the building block. If you don't have that to begin with, then it's a real challenge. But we're fortunate to have good people. We've got a great organization. And the key is to create an environment where people aren't afraid to speak up, where they're not afraid to fail or make mistakes, encourage creativity, encourage people to, to try new things. You know, typically government gets a reputation where, oh gosh, nothing new. You know, that's a risk. I, I don't dare take a chance. That's not the way we've been doing it for four decades or whatever it is. And, and I think we've been blessed in the city of Alpharetta to have elected leadership and management leadership that has provided that type of environment and allowed us to adapt in difficult environments, even over the last few years. As we round out our discussion today on creativity, how would you define creativity? And what does that look like for the city and local government moving forward? <laughs> That's a tough one. I think I would have to say that in my mind, creativity is always questioning. I mean, I, I can be annoying at times because I question everything. But if you're not asking the questions, you're not really challenging the norm. And so I think that's part of creativity is it's not the first thing that pops into your mind. It's not the way that things have always been done. It's looking at things from a million different perspectives and trying to, to find the newness or a different angle for it. You've been listening to Invest Insights. Be sure to follow, rate, and review this podcast to hear more. I'm Abby Maloney. Thank you for tuning in.